Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for listening to Luana Urban Voices. Today, I want to discuss how or why we feel the need to kneel as our form of protest. Um, I don't know that I believe kneeling is the answer and asking the police officers to kneel with you or asking other people to kneel during the national anthem. I'm not sure if that's the best way to get our message out. I really would like to know why we feel kneeling is our best answer or our best um, thing to do when it comes to trying to get this movement going. I have been talking to other black people in my community. How do we make this movement stick? This time with the killing of George Floyd, we have to do something that makes this movement stick. Black lives matter. All lives matter. Blue lives matter. Life in general matters. But the movement behind Black Lives Matter is really and can be a great movement if we really stop to understand exactly why we have to say Black Lives Matter. Black people are unjustly, unjustly killed at a higher rate than any other minority race by the police officers. This is crazy that our police officers feel, and not all police officers feel that way, but there are a lot of police officers that are killing a lot of black people. And that's why we step up and say black lives matter because we want the, everybody to know that it's not okay to kill anyone Period, but it's not okay to kill a black man if you're a police officer with the duty, with the sworn oath to protect and serve your community. I think we need to figure out how to make sure that this time Black Lives Matter movement stays strong. The people in my community feels as feel as though since it didn't directly affect our community, we should be good. But we live in a community where our our non-minority neighbors are calling our community ghetto because of the diversity in our community. And the thing is, the ghetto-ness isn't necessarily coming from the minorities. And first of all, I don't even know that a non-minority knows what a real ghetto is unless they grew up in one. So I'm like, we need to do something to unify our community and every community that everyone lives in, wherever you live, wherever this podcast might reach, may reach, think about what you can do within your own community to unify your neighbors, to unify your community, just to make sure that you guys are taking the time to get to know everyone in your area. I took a class in Williamson County. It was a 
citizens know the police class and it was the most interesting I think it was like 10 classes we took once a week it was so interesting to see the other side of what police officers have to deal with you get a day just to ride along with your police officers in your community to see what they're looking for to see how they patrol and honestly it was eye-opening but I still think there's so much more work our community can do to ensure that our law enforcement aren't just unnecessarily killing the black lives in their community. Do I believe that sometimes as black people, we can do better? Any race can do better. Not just our race, any and every race could do better and should do better. There used to be a time where there was more respect for the uniform because they do put their lives on the line for us. But with all the violence that they also give to the minorities in their community, it's hard to give them that respect. So there's so much work that can be done on both sides, but this Black Lives movement that's going so strong right now, we really need to keep that momentum going, keep that momentum going to vote, keep that momentum going to educate our neighbors and keep that momentum going as to say, we matter, our lives matter, our community matters, the diversity in your life matters. We need to know that George Floyd, Aubrey, Sandra Bland, Breonna Taylor, that these people did not die in vain. And it's so hard because we already had Trayvon. We've already had so many other people die at this moment. It's just we need to make sure that we are trying to figure out how to keep this particular momentum going because Trayvon was shot by a neighbor um, or are supposed to be a neighbor. But Floyd, he was killed by a police officer. So many other ones I cannot name. I've been seeing the pictures on Facebook and on Instagram. And I'm like, oh my God, since 2015, there have been so many of us that have been killed by either racist or by the police, both which are so unacceptable. I just feel like we can and should do better. Wherever you are, it starts with each of us taking a stance and doing something positive in our community, trying to make sure we keep this going so that our senators and our congressmen know we are not going to take this anymore lying down. We're not going to protest for a couple of weeks and then die back down and go back to normal. Not this time. We have got to keep this momentum going. I ask that 
anybody black, stop looting. I can tell you right now from what I've seen on the news, there are so many white people looting and um, other minorities looting, but they want to always blame the black community. A lot of times we're not the one initiating this, the looting. There's people coming outside of our community to initiate this looting to make it look like it's us. I encourage you to stay strong, stay with the message, no looting. We don't want violence against police officers. We just want the police officers to stop killing us. Not necessarily um, not apprehending the bad guy. Of course, we want you to apprehend the criminals, but George Floyd died over a supposedly $20 counterfeit bill. This man lost his life over a counterfeit $20 bill. And we still don't know if he knew it was counterfeit. If someone didn't pass that bill to him and he passed it on thinking it was a legitimate bill. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to a store and I've had to say, wait a minute, this don't look right. And the store had somebody else pass a counterfeit to the store and the store was trying to pass it back to me, not realizing it was counterfeit until I brought it to their attention. So I don't know the whole story, but George Floyd should not be dead. No one should die at the hand of the police. But that also means that we have to follow the law. We have to stop killing each other. That's the most important thing. Make all black lives matter and not just the ones killed by police. Um, not sure if I want to continue with the kneeling because I think there's better ways for us to get our message across. And I think there's better ways for the celebrities to get the message across. But I don't want us to start kneeling. Um, we have... Two national, well, we have the national anthem and then we have the Negro anthem. I want and I challenge each black person, white person, minority, whoever's listening to this podcast to go learn all of the words to the Negro national anthem. If we're going to start making a change, we need to educate ourselves, not only on our future not only for our future, but educate ourselves on the past so that we can help history not to repeat itself. Once again, education is going to be the key to keeping this movement going. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. Once again, I, I just urge everyone to make a difference. Thanks for tuning in to Lawana Urban Voices. I will talk to you guys again tomorrow. Bye. Good afternoon, and thank you for tuning in to Luana, Luana's Urban Voices. I am wanting to discuss today defunding the police departments. I am kind of confused on why we think we do not need some type of disciplinary actions for people who break the law. We need the police department but what we need 
are educated police officers that are part of their communities and that know their communities and the people that live in them. We don't want to defund the police department and have a world of chaos. What we want is law and order to prevail, but we want the law and order to be equally, um, equally shared among all of the people in the community. And I think that we, as a society, need to figure out what's the best way to accomplish this goal. What is the best way for us to ensure that our police departments are looking out for everyone in the community? A lot of it has to do with diversity. A lot of it has to do with parents raising your children to want to protect and serve. That's a, that's a dangerous job. And we need to remember that. Being a police officer can be a dangerous job. They are killed in the line of duty quite often. So as a community, as a black community, what can we do? Well, you know what I think, education, education, education. Educating our children on the political sciences when they go to college, educating our children who maybe don't want to go to college to maybe go to a junior college and study criminal law and work for the police force. Let's make a change that's a positive change. Let's work within the system. That has been, to me, one of the things that Martin Luther King stood for the most. Work the system. Work within the system. Yes, we need to protest. Yes, we need to have a voice. But in order to have a voice at that table, you must be at that table. And the only way you're going to get invited to the table or make yourself an invitation or show up at the table is you have got to be educated on the issues within your community. You have to know who your county commissioners are, your councilmen are, um, your mayor, your house representative, your senate representative. You have to know these things and you have to get in front of them to make sure they hear your voice. And if they aren't listening, I say run for office. Run for elections. Run against them. Make them stand up and hear what our community needs and what our community wants. Don't defund the police department. We need to educate our police on better treating their community, on how to treat their community. And we need to hold them accountable when they do not treat us fairly or equally. But just to get rid of them or defund them or privatize them, I am not for that because when you start bringing in people who are being hired in the private sector, like they did with the prisons, what do you end up with? People just there to make some money. It becomes for profit and it does not become what's in the best interest of our community. So let's figure out what's in the best interest of our community by um, getting educated. Find out who your councilmen are. Find out that information. Talk with your sheriff's department. Talk with your, your police department. And you try to be proactive. 
let's stop being so reactive to situations and let's be proactive. Let's get in there before a major issue happens like a death of a person who didn't deserve to die. And let's get out there and try and be proactive. And I'm going to say it again. Black on black violence does not help our cause. Period. As long as we keep killing each other, we're not going to get anybody to value our lives. So if black lives really does matter, then we need to value them more than any other race, any other nationality, any other person. We need to value ourselves so that we can make sure our message is heard. As of today, I already knew who my county commissioner was, but I reached out to him today to say, we need to have a conversation. We need to be proactive to prevent what happened to Mr. Floyd from happening in our community because our community is prone to racism. So as my commissioner, what are you doing to discuss that, fix it, or have you even thought about it? So I reached out to my county commissioners and I'm encouraging anyone who's listening to my podcast to reach out to their local um, politician, your Senate, your House, reach out to your politicians. Let's make our voices heard. Let's keep this movement going, but keep it going in a positive way. Protesting is good, but when you ask the people who represents your district, they don't know that's a problem. You've got to know who's representing you for the issues that concerns you. So I say, if you hear me, get involved. Make sure you know who your representative is. Make sure you know who you can contact. Get in front of the sheriff, your captain, or the police department. It's going to be hard right now because there is a lot of chaos going on and police officers are worried about their lives. Some of them are losing their lives. But I tell you what, there are people who are standing up and saying, this officer didn't kill anyone, so therefore we're not going to take our anger and frustration out on him. Your anger and frustration needs to be directed towards making a real change and making great positive movements. And in order to do that, you have to know what's going on in your community. So after today, I'm gonna be harping on that. I need you guys to get into your communities. I need you to know who's running for office. I need you to know what they stand for. Try to have a conversation with them. And if they are not gonna be receptive to hearing what the community needs as far as diversity, I say prepare to run for office. Prepare to get in there and make sure we have a seat at the table. Once again, thank you so much to listening for listening to Luana's Urban Voices. I really hope that as this becomes more of a regular thing for me that I can start inviting people to be a part of my podcast and that I can kind of get it going um, longer than, you know, six to 10 minutes. But I will work on that going further or going, I mean, work on that more in the future. But thank you so much for tuning in. And once again, you guys have a blessed day.
Thank you. Good morning, and thank you again for listening to Lawana, Lawana's Urban Voices. I really appreciate the few listeners that I have, and I really hope that you guys share my podcast. I would really appreciate that. Today, I want to talk about the protest um, where this white officer found himself um, in the mix of a angry black mob of protesters. He was a lone white officer patrolling. Somehow he ended up in uh, being the only officer in this protest and noticing that he was getting a lot of yelling and screaming at him. He was a white officer and he's in a crowd of angry black protesters and he's scared. He said that he wanted to get his back against the wall so that he could be prepared when he got jumped. He was very well, he was preparing himself mentally to be jumped by these angry black protesters and he was calling for backup, calling for backup, but he also did not have backup near him to be able to stop what was about to happen in his mind. Mind you, this was all in the white officer's mind. This was his quote. I was preparing myself mentally to be beat up. Then a young black man stood between the officer and the crowd and said, this man hasn't killed anyone. We're not mad or we're not going to hurt this officer. And he was standing there and then the crowd turned on him. So now they're yelling and screaming that he's protecting this police officer. All police officers are bad. And he says, no, we're not turning this peaceful demonstration into a violent one. That is not what we're going to do. So another man saw what this young man was doing, stepped up with him, and then another man stepped up with him, and then another man stepped up with him. They built a human chain around this white police officer to defuse the situation and keep the crowd from committing an act of violence unnecessarily. I will be doing research today guys I want to know who this young man is that young man deserves kudos because he said we are not going to have unnecessary violence on a man who has done nothing the white officer quoted said these men saved my life he was able to go home to his family because of the actions of a young black man who had the right frame of mind to say, we are not animals. We are not gonna let them continue to call us animals. We are asking for one thing. We wanna be treated equally. We want our day in court. If you're a criminal and you're getting pulled over by the police officer, Okay, you're a criminal. You're getting pulled over by the police officer. All we're asking for is our day in court. Do not kill us before we have an opportunity to be um, 
guilty um, if we are proven to be guilty. You're supposed to be innocent until you go to court. The problem is whenever we're black and we commit minor crimes, we're dying for them. If I'm not mistaken, Sandra Bland died because she got pulled over for the police for speeding. You do not need to lose your life for these minor crimes. Um, and if even if it's a major crime, you're supposed to have your day in court. We're asking for equal treatment by the police of our counterparts. And this young black man said, we are not animals. We are compassionate. We are rational. And we won't change the right way. And we're not going to hurt this police officer by himself for no good reason. The man didn't shoot into the crowd. The man didn't put up a, a um, taser gun. He didn't have his little club out. He was just standing there with his back against the wall, mentally preparing to get beat up by a group of black protesters. And that didn't happen. So if we did not make any changes but to change one white man's opinion of black people this young man did that he proved that we are not animals he proved that we are compassionate we're smart we're rational even in the heat of passion because we are protesting we are still cool calm and collected all we are asking for is the opportunity to be treated equally, to have our day in court if we need to, to not get pulled over because we're black and we fit some profile that you are looking for somebody. We just want to be treated equally and kudos to that young man I am going to find out his name and make sure I mention it to you guys in my next podcast because he is the kind of young man that should be running for political office he is a young man that we should rally behind encouraging him to get into politics because see He's compassionate and he's looking at the bigger picture. Why get ourselves into unnecessary trouble? Those people who beat the police officer would have probably been arrested and charged with a very serious crime. Why? Because we are angry. We are tired. We are frustrated. We are tired of everything that's going on in the black community. But I'm going to stress this to you guys, and I'm going to stress it as much as I can. We have to start taking care of our community ourselves. We have to start focusing on making sure our communities are bringing in our black businesses. And I know you're saying, well, we're never going to get approved for a black loan or for loans from the banks. That's not true. We can and we will get approved 
Um, but we have to work harder. We have to have a business plan. We have to pull our monies together so that we can start black businesses and we need to support them. And if you are a black business owner, stop trying to get over on your people or stop trying to get over on anybody. Treat us the way you treat your, your white customers. Treat us with respect. I have solicited black businesses and have been treated horribly and I'm like you want us to support you you want us to make sure you guys are successful well then you have to step up as well and as a community we have to step up we have to have each other's back and once again kudos to that young man who who protected that white police officer because he's correct this particular officer had not done anything that would des that was deserving of him getting himself beat up. And as scared as he was, and he said he was scared, the, the actions of this young man made him realize these are good people. He should be at home now thinking about the situation that caused all of this angry protesting and make a change. It starts with each of us individually. I can't change my fellow man next to me, but I can change how I act and how I react. So today, guys, think about that. Make a change for the better, starting with yourselves and show others our compassion, our rational thinking, how, how we are a great people because we are just a great people. And guys, let's stop this black on black violence and let's try and do everything we can the peaceful way so that we can get some really true movement on our concerns when it comes to um, this whole police violence against our young black men. I really want us to do better and I know that we can. So you guys have a great day. Thank you for tuning in and listening and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.